0: Why, thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. You are just pounding the keys on your magical synthesizer. That's right, synthesizer. Man, you are just doing a great job over there. Just amazing, Jungle Jim. Hi, this is Tim R. That's Jungle Jim over in the corner on the synthesizer, cranking it out, plugging it in. 70s, 70s day, you got your 70s shirt on over there, cracking your knuckles. That's right, recording this podcast, recording it, in the basement studio located on the shores of the mighty Lawrence River, which flows all the way to the Great Lake of Ontario, feeding the mighty St. Lawrence Seaway past 1,000 Islands and all the way out into the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful. If you make a left, you're going to find yourself a little south going down to Buffalo, New York, beautiful city, over up falls, connected to the other Great Lakes, and around the country you can go. You can take the farthest Great Lake, which I believe is Superior, and get all the way over to France if you want. It's just amazing. You think it's really good. Amazing, amazing. At least I think it is. But uh, that's that's hey, that's just me. What do what what do I know? You know, Jim. What do I know? Hmm. Wow. Beautiful. That springtime as we record this podcast. Oh, I love spring. Spring has sprung. Well, so we actually up here we're' in, we're, in, we're in the far reaches of upstate New York I mean upstate if you're in New York City upstate New York isn't really that far uh, north but if you're in um, uh, no, if you're in New York City upstate is like it's really no it is not that far So if you're in New York City they consider like you know 40 miles up but if you're where we are in the center of the state we're, we're hillbillies we're in the middle of nowhere. Well, sometimes we might be, but sometimes we're not. We don't. We've got some great activity here. We have the mighty Syracuse University and, and all that's going on up here in, uh, in this region. A lot going on. Oh my God, a lot going on. You know, a lot going on. And I wake up every morning. I wake up every morning and I watch the news. Now you listen to me. Jim. Jim, I wake up every morning and I and I you know I watch the news. I'm having a little tea here, tea and honey. Oh man. I'm loving it. I'm loving that tea and I'm loving that honey. But I do wake up and um, I like the morning news. And, I, and I've and i always been a big fan. i got to admit, I have to admit, and I know some people are going to say, oh, this makes me left of left or right of right or um, however those songs may go. But, but I, I always enjoyed and I always appreciated CNN. Always did. I thought they had some really great anchors. I thought uh, for the longest time, they were just um, broadcasting news, and I loved it. And sometimes, you know, I, and I'd watch it right through at night. I watch Anderson Cooper, then I watch uh, Andrew Cuomo, and then I would turn it off when Don Lemon came on. One because I was going to bed, uh, and two, you know, I just I just I had enough news by that point. So I never really was overexposed to Don Lemon uh, on CNN. I did watch his show a few times, no, uh, numerous times in the evening. I got to be Jungle Jim more than a few times, numerous times. And um, he always, you know, so did Cuomo too, but Don Lemon, you know, took the opportunity. He has this platform and it was his platform and his interviews many times were were more um, him uh, expressing his views as opposed to someone getting information out of the interviewee. It was more like um, him becoming a part of the story. At least I always kind of felt that way that he was inserting himself. And it, it was his, his platform to be um, boisterous. and But I always, I always found him a little bit arrogant on that end of things. And I didn't, so I didn't care for um, uh, the, the Don Lemon, whatever it was, hour. And then lo and behold, so I really like the morning sections. like getting up, having my coffee, watching the news. And so they, they shake up. They shake it up. They shake up CNN and they move um, uh, Don Lemon, and... Uh, to uh, the morning show, along with uh, Caitlin Collins and um, Poppy Harlow, and uh, it really immediately became clear to me what a diva this dude is. I mean, it's not immediately it became from the first moment the show began. It became about Don Lemon, and you know, from the the inaugural show where they had um, brian Gumbel come on and sit next to Lemon and and give him tips on how to, to be a morning successful host. Now, there's no similarity between Gumble and Lemon. You know, I'm not a fan of Brian Gumble, but Brian Gumble was always prepared for interviews and always extremely knowledgeable and detail-oriented, just very good at what he did. Didn't care for him, but really good at what he did. But it was all about Lemon and Lemon's name dropping out. They had dinner, and the other two are just kind of sitting there. And it was clear that, it was the show he wanted it to be about him. And then as it progressed, you know, Jim, as it progressed, uh, it was like a fashion. Every morning was more of a fashion show. And, and and this is common in news now where anchors make themselves part of the story in many cases. Uh, but in this case, Lemon was making himself the story. And whether it was, you know, he was, he was starting to, um, you know, wear different fashions or whatever. One day he wore a hoodie sweatshirt. And sweatpants. He looked like a coach. And uh, Stephen Colbert made fun of him. And he didn't take it well. He got pissed off because he's a diva. And apparently he has a temper. And he he um, went after Caitlin Collins off the air, they're saying, and staff. And, and as I watch this show in the morning, it's actually painful. You know, this is a guy who asked Nikki Haley if she's past her prime. And then it's just painful to watch this show and see this guy. It's It's almost as if you're in a... You know, you're at a, a family event and there's somebody who just has to have attention. And they're just doing whatever they can to have attention. They'll bite the, you know, they'll do whatever they can. They'll spill water on themselves. They'll they'll throw food. They'll do whatever they can to get attention. And that's what Lemon does in the morning show. It got to one point where there was an interview on the show. And he started, uh, to be funny, he started to whistle the theme song to Andy Griffin. Constantly interrupting his co-hosts as they're conducting interviews, and really putting himself in the middle of the story. So the day that Colbert, the night before, meant, you know, made fun of his outfit, Lemon was offended, and Lemon had uh, a screenshot of all the various outfits that he was worn since hosting the morning show, and being really proud, they never has worn the same outfit twice. And then he's comparing himself. Uh, to other, you know, people who were murdered, um, Trayvon Green for for wearing hoodies, and um, this is a multi. You know, this guy being a million dollars to sit behind a desk, and he's never prepared. You can tell he's never prepared. He's always kind of winging it up there. And so now here we are looking at a on a morning news show, and I'm looking at uh, a graphic with Don Lemon's outfits, which I could hear less about. I don't care what Don Lemon's outfits are, and. Um, inserting himself into the story and interrupting colleagues. And then it's okay to interview, but actually becoming argumentative to the point where he's constantly making it about himself. And then you'll find out the history is history at CNN. You know this guy. But yet he's still on the morning show. They're trying to make some type of lemonade out of this lemon, and it's just not going to work. You know, It's just not going to work. I don't care who he had dinner with. I don't care about his fashion taste. You know, I don't, you know, and, and and if you're going to interview somebody, really interview somebody, it doesn't become about you. And his interviews aren't balanced that way. He's interviewing somebody who's controversial or somebody who may, may have a, may have taken a stance, which, um, uh, is not one, a popular stance or two, it's just out and out wrong. Or is, uh, disgusting, instead of interviewing, like the masters would interview, like uh, Mike Wallace or Anderson Cooper, interview that person to get them to, to reveal why they're the way they are. And in many ways, they twist themselves when they answer these questions. He inserts himself in, and becomes part of the argument. When what, it, what an interviewer does when he does that, he lowers himself down to the level of the interviewee. They become almost equals. And, and and it loses the impact of what the information you're getting out. So the interviewee um, is going to, depending on their stance, either uh, promote themselves or they're going to really screw themselves over. But he's inserting himself into in all these stories, in a lot of them. And uh, it's really just, it's kind of like, you know, watching the, the, the spoiled kid in school almost. And, and to, um, so you don't see this on a regular basis, and the two his two co-hosts. I mean, Poppy Harlow is dead on, fantastic, and Caitlin Collins is an up and comer, and she's just bright as bright can be. And they're researched and they're smart, and he can't keep up with them. You know, he can't keep up with them. They're jogging, they're they're running, and he's jogging because he's not prepared. It's clearly he's not prepared. And uh, but CNN sticks with them. CNN right now is sticking with them as their ratings are dropping. I think it's fascinating that um for some reason they made this shift and then then you look at the program afterwards this program and it's like john um you know that show is uh really has three strong hosts and um great program but you can tell lemon is just pissed off he's on the morning show he just don't want to be there you know and he's like he's like he's pouting and uh and it's his moment he'll tell now you know producers to to give him a chance just be quiet um, he'll interrupt whenever he can. But for all the chances they've given him, he's still a lemon. He's a lemon. He's a Don Lemon. I'm Don Lemon. I'm the, He's the angry lemon. The angry lemon. You mock out his fashion, he's going to defend it. Thin-skinned. Very thin, 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 thin. Thin-skinned. Self-righteous. Thin-skinned. And apparently is a history at, uh, CNN uh, long history of uh, you know doing things his own way and you know apparently he you know uh, was good at um, nestling up to those that he needed to but but here he is now on this you know morning show with ratings sinking what are they going to do I mean how do you save how do you save a program like that but a bigger question is why is this dude still there you know, why is this dude still there? And how long do you stick with him for? You know, I don't know. He de- you know, he doesn't seem like, an. And I'm sure people are well, a nice guy. And who are you, Tim? You're just some, you know, but Jim, who are we? Jungle Jim, who are we? We're just a couple clowns with this podcast that uh, God knows who's listening to. But he does know. He does know. We don't know, but he does know. But I just, I just miss, I really miss the days where, uh interviewers interviewed news was news and, and it was just much more refreshing you know, you know, I, I love Anderson Cooper I love I love me some Anderson Cooper and I listen to Anderson Cooper and um he opens up his program every night with an editorial spiel fine that's his that's how he opens his show I love it that's he sets the tone goes right through it it's it's his editorial he, he puts his spin into it, but he keeps, keeps to the facts. And then he opens up with guests and interviews, and that's his lead story. Uh, he asks questions. The way he asks questions is, uh, it's almost like, um, does that seem right to you? He's, he's questioning whether now he knows the answer, but, but he's letting the interviewee answer it. And, um, and he interviews him. He doesn't insert himself in. He constantly is questioning, 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 and he's not taking a stand. Just in the editorial in the beginning, but again, that's spewed with with facts that um, help it out. You know, Jay Tapper, great. You know, all those guys. But I uh, love I love Brianna, Brianna Keeler, fantastic. All but then you got this clown in the morning, and I don't know why it bothers me so much. You know, I just don't know. And all you know, his 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 claim to fame is what he's wearing, and he wants you to see what he's wearing. Um. Anyway, I don't know. I, I think I think at some point you got to realize, it's, you know, time to move on. He'd be great in entertainment tonight. I don't know why this is bothering me. I probably wouldn't be able to sleep tonight if I didn't get this off my chest. But for CNN, and you know, obviously Fox is there. there' is their issues. But um, for CNN, I think to back they have to get back to what they were and that is really uh cable news network cable news network you know get rid of the divas the diva and keep the news people and do it that way that's what i got jim what do you think jim i don't know why i'm rambling about this but it just really popped into my head hi this is Mar- jumble jim jim i hear you i hear you let's get out of here bye bye